0: Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone's doing fantastic on this whimsical Wednesday sorry we're coming to you late we've been on the road uh, coming from marina California working our way back to Oakland and uh it's kind of rainy out here so we just got back and got settled settled in and so wanted to hop on here and uh, chop it up with you guys for a minute so had a uh, question that came in from one of our posties Jen I met Jen and her her little guy um this past summer at uh transracial heritage camp um in cleveland and so jen submitted a question and i'd like to talk about it because i think it's pretty important and she's her little guy i think she said six years old and he asked her um upwards of of uh well at the end she said how can i get my child how can how can i help my child reduce his asking me if he hates me from 40 times a day to 10 times a day so That's a great question. She says that he asks her constantly. He'll say, you know, do you like this drawing? And she'll say, sure, I love it. Sure, I like it. And he says, no, you don't. You hate me. And so I think that's a pretty important question. I just want to talk to, I want to speak to that level of insecurity. And obviously, being a a loving, committed, concerned, and caring mom, Jen, like every parent says, of course I don't hate you. That's, you know, that's silly. Stop being silly. And... The thing is, how do you how do you how do you how do you help a child really hear what you're saying? And a lot of times, I started saying this a long time ago. I don't even remember, I think it's something me and my, my one of my college buddies we would we would say, and might have even picked it up from a rap song, I don't know, you hear me, you don't feel me. And there's a difference between someone hearing you and versus someone feeling you. And so, if your child, speaking from their insecurity, says, "You know, do you hate me?" There's a couple of things, a couple of places I want to go with this. Number one, you know, do you hate me? Uh, we can perceive that as you know a child just expressing insecurity, uh, maybe maybe projecting some internal anxiety and insecurity and fear about potential abandonment, not being good enough. Um, Perhaps that the parent really doesn't like them. So, so there's that level. When the parent says in return to the child, of course I don't hate you. I love you. You know, don't be silly. On one level, that's a very cognitive statement where the child can hear it. But on another level, the child is not feeling it. So I want to I want to establish this before ultimately I, I deep dive into how to best um, work with this anxiety. So that's that's number one. So you make a statement of, of assurance, the child hears you, but they don't feel you at an emotional level. They hear you at a cognitive level, but they don't feel you at the emotional level of the right hemisphere in the body. The insecurity of the child being general insecurity of just you know being being abandoned, being being rejected, not being good enough. There's a second dynamic that could very well be playing out in a statement such as that because that's a pretty intense statement especially if the statement is happening over and over and over again in fact i would almost say this is what's really going on your child is expressing preverbal in utero experiences so the do you hate me question is not coming from something some some real some real present relationship experience. It is coming from an in utero imprint, an in utero imprint of a parent, a a biological mother feeling hate, maybe for herself, feeling fear for herself. Maybe being in a in a domestic violence situation where she's being told, I hate you, maybe on a regular basis. Maybe she's even said to her unborn child, I hate you. I, w- I wish you weren't in my stomach. And she's had those statements and those thoughts and those feelings. And that fetus is taking that in because you guys have heard me say before, uh, you know, quote, quoting Tom, uh, actually Mitch Gaynor, who says that the fourth week after conception, the fetus can hear. So think about a parent who has a level of, of um, a biological parent carrying a baby who has a level of self, um, what, is, what is the word, self-loathing. Um, And so there's self-loathing from being pregnant. And and then consider a parent who's maybe in a domestic violence situation where they are actually the victims of abuse, repeated perpetration and abuse. So they are hearing negativity. And then Thomas Verney said, as early as the, the second trimester, the fetus is capable of psychological processing. So before we even come into the world, before this... This unborn child even shows up into the world. They are already processing messages of hate and self-loathing and insecurity. And that experience is cellular. It becomes cellular. It becomes a part of this child's emotional being. And so they start to see and interpret all anxiety. This is important. They interpret all anxiety as an experience. It's almost like the, the mirror neuron experience, but it's an inverse, inverse mirror neuron experience. So if the parent has any anxiety, the child is dialed in, tuned into that parent's anxiety, and is immediately reflecting that parent's back that, that parent's anxiety back to self-loathing and to insecurity and to being hated. I feel like fundamentally that's probably what's actually going on with this child. So, how do you deal with it? You deal with it by helping your child to feel you, not to just hear you. Number one, the statement, do you hate me? And and I'm I'm going to I'm going to encourage, you know, Jen and every other parent that may may be going through this. I'm going to encourage you to do this for anywhere from two weeks to the next 30 days. Number one, you never, never discount the statement. You never respond to it in a light way. Never try to make it funny or playful. Stop stop going, oh, of course I don't hate you, or what did I just say, no, I don't hate you. I love you, you're my favorite. No more of that. We're gonna get real. We're going to get serious, we're going to get authentic, we're going to get emotional, we're going to get focused. When your child makes the statement, do you hate me? Just like for some children, and I want other parents to hear this too. You may hear a child who says to you, I hate you. I believe that is a self-reflection where the child in saying, I hate you is actually saying, I feel like you hate me. So they're, they're verbalizing something that they've internalized that they're feeling. And this is the same, your, your response is gonna be the same. So we're not gonna discount it anymore. We're gonna get really serious. and you're gonna look at your child and you're gonna stop, like you're gonna stop everything you're doing. All of a sudden, everything's gonna get really serious. You're gonna look at your child and you're gonna say, I love you. And it makes me so sad that you would ever feel, that you would ever have to feel, that maybe you've ever felt in any part of your being that you are unloved. I love you so much. There is no feeling of hate. No feeling of hate. There will never be a feeling of hate in my heart, in my being for you. I love you. Look at me. Look at me. I love you. And anytime you express, anytime you ask me if I hate you, I want you to hear something. Everything's going to stop. Because I love you so much. I love every part of you. I love every inch of you. I love you all over. Even when I am not happy with you, I love you. And I am going to keep loving you until the day. I die, and pull that child into you and and get super focused and super connected to your heart and open your heart up and you connect to that child in such a powerful way that they do more than just hear you. They feel you. This is where that powerful mother love, that powerful father love, that powerful parent love has to just beam through to that child. Because a child's experience and expression to a parent of potentially being hated or potentially feeling as though the parent may hate them, you have to match that with intensity and passion. You can't match that with lightness and and, and and playfulness. Because if you do, that is a reflection of your own anxiety. And if, if you've got that reflection of anxiety for yourself, perhaps you need to look in the mirror. And you need to tell yourself how much you love yourself. And maybe you need to grieve not having experienced that intensely enough or deeply enough in your own parent-child relationship. But when you hear that expression from your child, I want you to get, I just, I want you to go boom. And I just, run. I would love to just, ah, just reach out and grab your child. And I want you to get so intense and so, so passionate. I mean, if that was one of my kids, I would, I would probably, I would drop down to my knees and I, sadness would probably just overtake me. And I would be so focused and passionate in helping them understand how much I love them that they could not possibly hold for a long period of time any question of there being hate for them. You've got to love, you've got to love through whatever messages they've brought to you. Because I believe in this specific situation, I believe You got a child, and this happens all the time. It's so common. You have a child who's carrying in utero imprints, and they're showing up in the present. And so when you're loving that child passionately, and when you're expressing to that child passionately, and when you're letting that child feel your love, you are going in and you are are assaulting the cellular imprints of fear and anxiety and not goodness. You you are assaulting it with love. So I hope you feel, I hope you feel me. I hope you feel me because that's what you've got to convey to your child. And if you'll do that, if you'll do that, some parent in here tonight watching this is gonna do this one time, one time with their child, and their child will probably never ask again. If they are hated, they're going to do it one time because that's all it takes. All it takes is for your child to feel you passionately enough that you push that right out of there. You push it right out of their system. But you got you got to let them feel it. And if, if you're if you're soft about it, if you have anxiety about it, if you're weak about it, they're going to keep saying it. They're going to keep saying it. They're going to keep saying, it. They're, going to keep saying it. they're going to keep asking because they hear you. They don't feel you. When you feel me, you feel me. And that's what your child needs to be able to feel. Hope this is helpful. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. Remember, in any given situation, you always have two choices. You can continue to react from the same imprints of stress and fear and overwhelm. And those imprints can go back generations. They can span generations. Research says that it is possible for that trauma dynamic that is in our DNA to span back seven generations. Seven generations. Or you can stop. You can take three to ten deep breaths. Let's breathe. And you can choose love. And I hope you'll choose love. God bless everyone. We will see you tomorrow, baby.